Welcome back, everybody, to the Lost Archives for the Tyranny of Dragons. My name's Owen. I'm the dungeon master of this ragtag group of heroes. But this podcast is all about them, so I think we should let them introduce themselves. Starting with Claire. That's me. My name's Claire, <laughs> and I'm playing Mira, the dragonborn sorcerer. Half silver dragon, half red dragon. Um, basically, she's just a keen little bean um, who used to be in politics and is now trying to dabble in adventuring and spying, and she's just trying her best, basically. Right. Nice. Hi, guys. I'm Andrew. I'm playing Azua Lightheart, our uh, resident protector, Azamir Monk. Um, just loves, you know, being good and doing good and beating up bad guys and being all heavenly. Like, ah, so much uh, so much to discover with this uh, good-hearted uh, ass-kicker, so... Plenty to find out what happens next. Loves a bit Absolutely. of a scheme, so loves take down bad guys. He does love taking down bad guys. That's very true. And I am Michael, playing Talari Fleetfoot, the Tabaxi monk, who has wandered into this situation mostly oblivious, but is now finding things that he doesn't like and wants to change a little bit. So, yes, we'll see. We'll see what happens when he actually. Uh, Realizes that he cares. Uh. Ooh. Ooh, interesting. Okay, interesting, interesting. Well, I, I think we're all very excited to find that out. Um, now, I'd like to thank everyone who um, is joining us back. Sorry that we didn't have an episode um, last week. Um, Simon and I were taken out um, with some other stuff. And we weren't able to to be here. Um, Simon is not here yet. He may be joining us later. Uh, Jared, unfortunately, is not going to be able to make it tonight, so it's just going to be these three lovely people. Possibly Simon Plus. We'll find. I'll let you know when we know. Um, but we'll carry on, carry on as normal. Um, thank you to everyone who's been joining me for the Half-Life streams. Um, I had a bunch of fun playing Half-Life One. Um, I will be doing the second Half-Life very, very soon. It won't be this week, but it will be next week, and I am going to be having a blast with that. We, we, we had a lot of fun. Um, so thank you everyone who came along and joined me for those. And thank you everyone who's been joining Harley and I for the Valheim streams. Or sorry, uh, Jarl Harley or Yali and Jarl Owen for the Valheim streams. We've been having a blast playing this Viking survival game. Um, I know last session there was a, a rampant amount of cheating. Uh, it was fun. Yeah, we, we discovered how to activate a whole bunch of the console commands and it ended up with... Um, me spawning long ships uh, and then flying around the map at high speed. <laughs> Harley got killed by a mosquito. It's a long story, um, but we we got wrecked by this mosquito, and it was just too insulting to allow to live. So we just powered up to squash it. Um, <laughs> that's that's Valheim in a nutshell, really. If you want to find out more, you'll have to go watch it on uh, on Twitch TV. Otherwise, I will be chucking those episodes up on YouTube. They're too funny not to keep a record of uh, for more than thirty days. Um, but I think we should jump into the session. So our journey has been following the escapades of the Tempest Adventuring Guild from the League of Adventurers based in the merchant city of Oxenvert. Mira, Azua, Wiltix, Illyrian, and Talari are currently inside Castle Niratar, stronghold of the Order of the Dragon, after successfully infiltrating the Keep as new recruits to the cult. The party have investigated a number of possible leads in their quest to thwart the efforts of the cult, and learnt that Borngray, the leader of the castle, is in charge of the transport of treasure required to complete something known as the Horde of the Dragon Queen. Roll credits. Um, after their cover was blown by a careless slip of Mira's real name, the party were forced into combat and slew Borngray and several of his guards. Sensing an opportunity for an even deeper cover, Illyrian slash Jin disguised himself as Borngray, and the party were able to travel through the castle with relative ease. 
After raiding the study of the now-deceased castle leader, the party discovered reference to an ancient portal uh, located deep beneath the castle, being used to move the treasure taken from the surrounding regions to a centralised location. Traversing the catacombs below, the party travelled through the portal to a snow-covered mountainside. Seeking refuge from the weather at a nearby hunting lodge, the party met Talus, a leader amongst the cult who was salty about being passed over for a recent promotion. Talus offered the party information to be used to kill her political rival in the cult, a dwarf called Varum, in return for a white dragon mask currently being held by this rival. She did this believing Jin to be born grey and the party to be his guards. The group accepted and learnt that the cult were operating out of Skyreach, an ancient flying castle now parked just outside of Parnest, a village nestled in the mountains not too far away. Deciding to take a rest before heading deep into the snow-covered landscape, the party headed back to Niratar and have been using Born Grey's study as a rest stop. And we ended last session with the party discussing their plans for the future. Talus had offered Born Grey an option. If she were to take the White Dragon Mask and him the Black, the two of them together could potentially wield significant power in the cult. Talus revealed that there were five Dragon Masks in total, and after some quick math, the party realised that there were five of them, and discussed the opportunities that might arise if they were to acquire these five masks and take control of the cult. And that is where we left off last session, the party having had a long rest. So, located in the study in Castle Niratar, back inside the swamp, what would you guys like to do? Um, for the purposes of this, uh, to sort of explain, I think, Born Grey's absence, what we'll do is, as you guys are finishing up your long rest, one of the guards comes and knocks at the door. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Born Grey, can I speak to you for a moment, please? Yes, yes, of course, uh, Two, two seconds, companions. Jin and Born Grey steps out. You hear some quiet muttering from outside the door. Uh, does anyone have a passive perception of greater than 13? Uh, yes, 16. Yes. Yep, 16. Okay, all, th- all of you all of you hear this. Oh, no, I don't. Um, Never mind. Is yours 13? No, it's 10. Oh, 10. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> I wonder what, let's see what Wiltix is. is. Ah, yeah, Wiltix hears this. Um, you hear the guy say... Oh. It's 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 the bullywugs and the lizards. It's, it's an all-out war. I, I mm-hmm. need I need you and your and your soldiers now. Like the, these mercenaries you've recruited, we're going to need every, everyone, all hands on deck. I, I I don't think I can spare all of them. What if just myself and one other stayed behind and appraised the situation? Would that be okay, soldier? Oh, you you're you're in charge. It's not, it's not up to me. Well then, yes, that that will be okay. Um, give me two seconds. Uh, Wiltix, Jin, as Born Grey, steps back in and closes the door. Wiltix, um, how would you like to kill some frogs and lizards? Um, Wiltix looks, smiles, and goes, yeah, that, that'd, that'd be a pleasure, actually. Yeah, I quite like <laughs> that. Great, well, if, you, if you'd like to come with me, we'll just head outside and, and go kill them. Um, he looks towards the three of you. Look, why don't you guys head on ahead? Wiltix and I will catch up. We won't be too far behind you. Lead on. We'll be quite close behind you. Um, you've got everything you need. There's nothing else you need from us. I think it'll be okay. Best of luck. Great. Smashing heads. Luck. No worries. Thank you. And good luck to you guys too, infiltrating this castle and 
maybe try not to do anything too rash before we get back. Just observe, maybe? Up to you. And with that, they walk through the door, and the guard leads them outside. Um, at this point, now having sort of had a bit of a heads up, you guys can hear the distinct sound of cries of alarm, the clashing of wood <laughs> on metal, and the occasional ribbit of, um, of fear. Is the best way to describe that noise. Um, yeah. The ribbit, the ribbit of fear. Amazing. A ribbit of fear. The <laughs> ribbit of fear. The ribbit of fear. <laughs> Ah, those poor turtles, those poor frogs. <laughs> you suspect that um, possibly Fablik Spatagu has incited a deadly insurrection with the help of Trudy Bulliani <laughs> against, the, <laughs> against the castle occupants. Yeah. Um, oh, no. it, uh, just, just your passive insights tell you that perhaps he's he's incited a stupid and deadly insurrection. <laughs> I will yeah. say for fun. There is not much to do but leave them to their stupidity, I suppose. I hope he's not in league with Swamp Mere Garden. You uh, don't know, but a bit as as you think that it's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> you think um you think possibly a third group, um maybe harpies or something led by Vladimir Futin might be involved. <laughs> um, you suspect there might be some more corruption there to be to be found out. Um, and this this strange frog called Barad Gushner um, seems to have his fingers in a lot of pies, but no real skills to speak of at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, all right, that's enough of American politics. We're done. Oh, American <laughs> politics? What do you mean? I don't know, I don't know what, what you're talking, talking about. about. Yeah, no, swamp, swamp We're politics. just merely discussing the, uh, politi- the politics uh, of the swamp. Drain the swamp. Um, <laughs> all right, what are you guys going to do? <laughs> I'm going to build a wall. <laughs> oh my god! I'm going to make the frogs pay for it. We'll make the toads pay. Make for the it. toads pay for it. Yeah. No, hang on. No, no, no. It'd have to be. What would it be? It'd probably be some sort of like fish people. Make the tritons pay for it. The tritons. <laughs> I don't know. I see. I see. Um. Yeah. Exactly. Sneaking um, under walls. Yeah. Exactly. All right. What, what are you guys doing? Okay. All right. Um. So. I suppose our, our mission, isn't it? Is, um, so, are we able to get back through that portal without? Yeah. Without? Okay. Because um, we the original plan was that he wasn't actually going to come with us. He was going to come as oh, a new right. yeah, character. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So the last, because it has been, I think, a week and a half since we last did a session. I'll, I'll, I'll be a nice DM and give you guys some uh, some quick, quick history in case you've forgotten. Um, yeah, so you agreed... Um, that you would come back without Born Grey. Born Grey, Jin would um, transform into someone else. You'd come back and then you would um, meet up with her. She'd either direct you or send one of her soldiers to show you where to go and take you as a guide. So the plan was to meet back up with Talus the White back at the hunting lodge. Um, uh, that's right. Yeah, that was that was the original plan. And you do not need uh, anything other than the passcode to get through the portal. Do you guys remember the passcode? I didn't write it down because Watsy uh, has it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which he would have given to us before he went to deal with the Bollywood problem. Right? Pass. So you're telling me that. Well, we all um... heard it. <laughs> <laughs> it was written on a page, piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah, what's the, what's the code, guys? <laughs> I did not write it down. <laughs> I was a good player and don't write down anything that my character doesn't know. 
I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly can't remember. In, in my head, it's like Tempest something, but that's probably completely wrong. <laughs> it will probably get me vaporized. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no ideas at all. Do you? Yes, absolutely. Can make an intelligence check. Uh, it's funny you guys can't even remember roughly what it was. That's amazing. No, I just completely blanked today. Well, this is gonna go well. Well, I assume we could help you. Eighteen. Uh, it's all good. You're fine. Um, you do remember um, the password as you sort of think back. You're like, oh yeah, it was in Draconic, and it was um, Dracaris. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. Dracaris. That makes sense. I believe. Yes. I think I even might have put it in the chat because I'm a nice DM. I think you might have actually. Drazier, sorry, it was Drazier. I did, it was actually in there, Drazier. Oh. How nice a DM am I? You Dra did. Oh, Dracarys Dra is. Drazier. Um, yeah. You're a Drazier. tease, but anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm just too nice a DM. Uh, yeah, you now you now remember the password is Drazier. Uh, oh, well, this time before we go, uh, it might be best to get uh, some winter clothing, because uh, I think we all kind of copped it. Um, is there I a way we, we can. Our cloaks didn't quite cut it from memory. You remember being on the mountainside, it was pretty chilly. Um, yeah. As as you think about this, Azua, you go, yeah, if we're going to be doing long treks through the snow, we probably are going to need some winter equipment. Um, you do remember when you entered into the hunting lodge, there were um, thick woolen cloaks on um, the, in the antechamber, along with some large boots as well. Okay. I'm pretty sure so, Teleri has two coats. He's currently yes, wearing Teleri has two coats. Two coats. <laughs> oh, amazing. Is that your full name, Teleri Two Coats? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's it's, it's, that's his spy name, so you don't figure out who he is. Spy mm. name. Yeah, and one of the coats is reversible, so he's technically Teleri Three Coats. Ooh. Well, he is because he also has a coat of fur. So. Oh. Four Teleri, coats. Four coats. Teleri Quad Coats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's good too. Um, uh. Awesome. All right. What would you guys so do? We, we we don't need any provisions from here. We'll just get them all from the from the lodge. You can. It's up to you guys. You can definitely try and see what you can find here. Um, but you do remember that you did see, because because it was only like in game twelve hours ago. Yeah. Not even. Um, you do remember seeing large cloaks in the uh, in the hunting okay. lodge. Well, should we head back down then? Sure. I do have this spare if somebody wants it. Yes, I'll oh, I take it. I should be okay. Uh, you know, radiant light and all should heat keep me a uh, little bit warm. That is fair enough. What other for you, Dragon Lady? You need a coat? A coat? I will take a coat. I am resistant to cold, but I think it won't go astray. Okay. Yeah. That is very handy. Yes. Well, that is my native. This is my native place originally. The mountains. You came from the north. From the north, well, my parents did. Um, but yes, do we need provisions? Do we need rations? You all should have rations in your packs. Um, I, you, I, you've not really had too many opportunities to burn through those rations, and you've had many opportunities to um, to get them restocked. So I, I would say yes, you do have do have everything you need. As, uh, as much as your divinity protects you from most things, I would recommend 
wearing something for the cold. That's fine. I'll pick up one of those uh, wonderful wool cloaks that we saw at the house. Might help you not stand out as much as well. Sounds well, like wearing... we're going to be spies again. I'm wearing the uh, the cloak that we wore last time. Uh, our uh, mm. Don't look too closely clo- cloaks. Don't look too closely. <laughs> um, and now that the uh, castle is um, at war I don't know what kind of uh, provisions or cloaks I might find lying around oh at the hunting lodge I'm sure yeah, we could just yeah, pick that, one that's up what yeah that's what I'm saying I, I, I think I'll be able to pick one up from there. oh okay in that case should we take advantage of the shamozzle let's do it shamozzle Oh. Gotta think my S words. <laughs> yeah, true. That's a good point. Good point. Uh, um, fantastic. All right, let's head down. All right. In the interests of um, having you guys move across a map fourteen times, I'll just bring <laughs> you back to. Um, I'll bring you back to the hunting lodge. How about that? Oh, amazing. Oh yeah. Now the only change I'll need to make. There we go. Oh. Perfect. As you guys pass through the portal again, you feel that familiar pulling sensation. This rush as if you're traveling a great distance, but there's no sensation of friction, just the imbalance of your inner ears. You feel yourself being jerked forwards. And then again, that sudden rush of cold wind, frosty snow underneath your booted feet. Um, as you emerge back into the the wintry landscape of the mountainside. Um, The winds have died down today. It's not as cold or as chilly as it was the previous day. And the sun is shining bright through the very, very sort of patchy clouds, glistening off the snow crystals and providing this beautiful sort of incandescent display. As you look out across the landscape, you're struck with a sense of how beautiful this place is, how calm and quiet and how peaceful. On the distance, you can see the edge of the hunting lodge marked by a long plume of smoke rising above a large snowdrift. It looks like there's been quite a bit of snow overnight um, heaped up against the gates that has not yet been cleared. And as you guys approach the edge of the gates, you are met by a figure you had not seen previously. Emerging from behind the snowdrift, wielding a giant shovel, is a large green-skinned figure with a prominent nose and four giant arms. As you approach, it lowers the shovel and raises one fist threateningly. Right, who are you? What are you doing here? Who are you? Ah, oh, we're here to uh, to meet the lady of the house. Are you expected? We were here but an hour ago. An hour ago? No, no, that's not Twelve right. hours ago? Twelve you hours ago. We here yesterday. Which yesterday. one was it? One or twelve? He sort of pulls his fingers up and begins looking. No, they're not the same number. I'm sure if you move one finger from one hand to the other, you will find they are indeed the same number. He sort of looks at his fingers, begins moving them. Oh, the sit. Yep, yeah, yeah, no, sorry. What's the recognition signal? Trasir? What's that? Is, is that a new password? Yes, it is indeed a new password. 
Make me a persuasion check or deception check. Whoops. <laughs> Uh, which one? Well, they're both plus zero, so let's go with it. Three. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you lot of trespassers. Oh, then take, take, us, take us to the lady of the house, if you like. No, I've been ordered to kill trespassers. It's my favourite part of the day. Um, and he begins pulling out a large club hidden behind a snowdrift. As he does so, moving forwards to potentially attack, a figure emerges and steps down the stairs. Trespin, that will be enough, thank you. These lots, I, I told you about these people. You said there were four people coming. That's less than that. I said <laughs> there were five people coming, Trespin. Oh my god. Five people? Well, I mean, you did recognise that three is less than five. I mean, that's progress, I guess. Well, hang on. You said there were five four five this isn't that so this isn't the group no 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 no. it, it is i described them well, i don't see any dogs no i said a cat per oh my god go and finish cleaning up the snowdrift you imbecile oh thank you my lady I've, I, it's very rare people call me an imbus imbus thank you it's, it's just nice to be recognized for good work um it <laughs> begins sort of moving over towards the snowdrift and shoveling away um talus just lets out a very weary sigh oh god right where are the rest of you i thought i thought all of you were coming greyborn has been detained by some local politics he's not calling himself greyborn again is he jesus christ i thought he'd gotten over that we will be taking a small scouting party to scope out the land right okay well we have hit a little bit of a snag. Why don't you come inside and I can take you through. We've we've run into a bit of a problem. Of course. Out of the cold. Trespin? Yes? Don't stop shoveling that snow until it's all gone, please. Right you are, ma'am. He begins sort of shoveling away quite furiously. Um, both sets of arms working away to, to shovel away this snow. Um... <laughs> I wonder if I can show you guys a... No, I can't. Carry on. Such a hard worker. That is a very confused creature. He's a troll. He's not very bright, unfortunately, but um, very strong and very capable. But quick, come inside. Come on. Moves inside and disappears from view. Uh, you guys are free to move inside if you'd like. Up to you. Trying to move. There we go. Step gingerly around the troll. <laughs> yeah. I just uh, just admiring this uh, four-armed, four-armed magnificent creature. Um, he doesn't sort of seem to know how to respond to your attention and continue shoveling the snow as if you're not there. Right, this way. Here you go. Come, come, come. She moves down the corridor and gestures you back into the sitting room where she was previously. Oh, almost Azua. There we go. I'll bring you in too, Talari. Right, so um, I was going to have one of my guards uh, escort you to the location you need to go to, um, to Parnast Village. However, we do have a bit of a problem. He's gone missing. 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 Is there something missing. usual? What, that my people just go 
vanishing. No, that's not usual. Is that usual for you? Do you just lose people along the way sometimes? Well, we have lost two, but you know, last time we were here and now. That's a good point, when you put it like that. Um, no, I'm not actually sure where Devard has gone. Um, I was going to get him to take you, but he, he disappeared last night. He, he was supposed to be going out and checking on some of the traps. Uh, this is a hunting lodge, after all, and I was getting peckish for some snow rabbit. I sent him out. It wasn't that late in the evening to go check on some of the traps, and he never returned. I sent some others out to go find him. They couldn't even find tracks of where he'd been. It's very mysterious. Now, I actually can't spare anyone else to go with you to Parnast, to the to Skyreach Castle, so you're going to need to find him first, or at least what's left of him. If he hasn't survived, then I guess I can go with you, though I would rather not. That I'm would hoping... be dangerous, my lady, don't you think? Well, yes, but it's also a way that I can ensure that I get my mask and my promotion. Well, they are the same thing, I guess. You are truly intelligent. Yes, I am. It's very true. Where was the uh, last place where he was known to be? Well, that's the thing. We don't really know where he, he was supposed to be at the traps. I can, I can take you there myself, or I can get one of the... Well, actually, no, it's going to have to be me. Everyone else is busy. I can take you there myself and show you where he vanished from, but that's just the thing. We don't know where he went from there. There's no tracks to speak of that we could locate anyway. I mean, if one of you is a better tracker, you're welcome to have a look yourselves. I know a small amount about the tracking us, but, you know, everybody makes mistakes. Okay, this... Uh... I hope that's yours. not your attitude when it comes to killing Varum. Oh, no, I'm much that... better at that than I'm tracking. Oh, good. Okay, fantastic. And telling a dwarf to go fuck himself as you kill him? Oh, of yes. course. As you push him over the side. Yes. Uh, not before you've taken my mask. Correct? Naturally. Naturally. We are professionals. So Born Grey says, well, I guess this is a chance for you to prove yourselves. If you can locate what's happened to Devard, or at least find where he's gone, we'd be very grateful. And I'm sure I can reward you suitably. Sounds good. Well, let's, uh, if we could... Oh, yes, yes. Yes, that's fine. Just grab one from the, uh, from the hallway. I've got my own personal cloak, as you can see. Made from real dragon scale, don't you know? She does a bit of a swish of her long, white, flowing cloak. It shimmers in an incandescent, opalescent colour. Yes, it is. It is quite. Well. Borrow a coat or a cloak. Well, you'd think gift. that, wouldn't you? Yet here I am. Still not with my mask. Uh, but that will be rectified shortly. Yes, it will. And tell me, now that Born Grey's not here, was he considering my offer of being the black and white masks of the group? Or was he lying? She looks at each of you very intently as she says this. I definitely think that he's... Uh... I mean, we can't speak for the mind of our master, but he's definitely considering it. 
He did hmm. seem a little more quiet on the walk back. It is a, well, I uh, suppose so. It is a mighty, uh, a mighty title to hold. Yes, it is. Very generous of me, I thought. Well, I guess that's as truthful an answer as I could have expected. I'm pleased that you don't just speculate wildly about your betters. You actually do think through your responses. Good. Well, off you pop. Oh, right, sorry, you'll need to go where to go. Okay, come with me then. Um, she leads you back outside, and for this little bit we'll jump into Theatre of the Mind. Um, so I'll just leave you guys in here. Actually, what I'll do, I'll chuck up a little picture of the mountainside so you've got something beautiful to look at. How about that? Um, let's throw... Here we go. There we go. Perfect. Ah, oh, majestic. Not too bad, is it? There we go. Beautiful. Alrighty, so... Um, Talus leads you back out through the hunting lodge and out through the snowdrift. You pass um, Trepsim again as you go through. Um, just working away, Trepsim is just focusing on shoveling that snow. Gives you guys a nod, but doesn't seem to acknowledge you more than that um, as he continues to shovel. Uh, and you head out across the landscape. She leads you down a small, narrow passageway through a wooded vale. Um, for about five or ten minutes, you walk in relative silence, the only sounds, the snow crunching under your feet, magnified by the quiet um, stillness around you. You see the occasional bird flying overhead and hear the occasional twittering, um, occasional movement in the undergrowth, but you don't see any animals at this stage. And after a few moments, you pop out into a large open clearing that is covered in snow, this massive, massive area, um, probably about a kilometre to two kilometres across, um, just complete flat snowdrift. Um, and she points towards an area just on the edge of the wood where you can see scuffled snow marks um, and what looks like a, a hunting snare, um, only partially obscured by the fallen snow. Right, well, that's where you'll start. That's where he was supposed to be last. I see. And what exactly was he doing, laying traps? Catching food. Uh, did I not mention that? Yes, catching food for me. I was I was fancying a bit of snow rabbit. But was he actively hunting them, or was he just laying traps for them? Oh, we always leave um, little traps up for things like this, in case I get a bit peckish during the evenings. Um, Has I, there been I, anything else other than snow rabbits around here that may have caused him some injury? Well, we, wolves are always something to consider in the mountainside. Um... Foxes... Well, foxes aren't going to cause him injury. Hmm. Let me think. Um, I mean, nothing really comes to mind. I always thought the most dangerous things out here were us, if I'm being honest. Can I insight checker for that? Absolutely you can insight checker for that. Of course you can. Ooh, okay. I'll help okay. you. Thank you. Or after someone's rolled... No, that's it fair. Is, Sorry, I actually yeah. didn't say that he'd rolled it already. No, that's okay. Um, six. As you sort of look at her body language, again, it's it's hard to tell, especially with all of her furs pulled up around her neck and the, the scales. You're not sure. You're really not sure. Um, she could be telling the truth. Hard to read at this stage. And now, I know that all of your employees are loyal to 
your cult, but is there any reason that he may have needed to leave? Or... Well, that is a good question. Finally, why didn't anyone else ask that question sooner? Um, They're less I... suspicious than I am. Mm. Well, look, I trust Devard. I trust him very, very much. He's been a loyal servant the whole time I've known him, and he's, he's worked hard. He did seem a bit eager about rising through the ranks earlier on. I mean, nothing to be frowned on. I, I quite like a bit of ambition. I'm prone to it myself, but... He was very keen to advance. Interesting. Is there anyone else who's keen to advance who may potentially undermine well, you? Myself is the most obvious one. I'm not really sure if there's anyone else on the staff who would have that same ambition and, and the ability to take him out. I mean, he's quite a capable warrior. That's why I was going to send him with you. He's worked in these parts for a number of years and so. I mean, he used to be a, a ranger up on these mountainside passes. Does he have a family? No, not that I know of. Well, uh, we'd better uh, start scouting the area and see if we can find anything. Yes, that sounds good. Well, I'll be back at the hunting lodge. If you need anything, you can come find me there, and hopefully the rest of your team show up at some point. I'm sure they'll be along shortly. Wonderful. All right. Well, I guess I'll hear from you. Hopefully, some good news. We've damn near earned it. And with that, she turns and begins walking back up the pathway back to her um, back to her hunting lodge. Um, and you are alone in the snow. Is there? Oh, sorry. Were you going to say Claire? I was just gonna. I was just gonna whisper to you. Actually, do you think we should follow her? Is this a trap? I don't know. I'm. I'm I mean, why ask for our help and then betray us like this? This and only half of us. That doesn't quite make sense. If you were going to betray us all, it would be easier to get us all on the road and then off us one by one. <laughs> but what if she had <laughs> no choice? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, if she had no choice, and that was the way that the. Uh, the chapter was going to unfold, then this could be an ambush. Mm. I think there's more to this than just a missing ranger is all. Yeah, I mean, a ranger in his territory going missing is bizarre. It's strange. Well, the only reason a ranger in his territory will go missing is the ranger in territory wanted to go missing. Well, that's yeah. also the, uh, that's also it's something to think about. Mm. I mean, I will... we don't know this land very well. Are we going to be hunted? <laughs> oh, while we that, do the hunting that is possible but um, we'll cross that when we come to it I think is perhaps there... no no sorry I was going to say I think I might have a little look around and see if I could pick up something that everybody else missed I it think that's possible. a good idea I'll come with you I mean okay. if we do a circle of the uh, of the clearing before we head across it it might be a better way to uh See if we can spot anything. Sure. Um, I want to go do a perception check uh, to see whether we can, as we traverse the clearing, um, any footprints, uh, any broken twigs or broken trees, yeah, uh, Yeah. piece of clothing. Yep, absolutely. I'd say perception or survival, your choice. Oh, nine Uh, for perception. Um, Yeah. 
as you look around, you can see oh, that's oh, 20 from Talari, though. <laughs> Unnatural 20. <laughs> Um, all right, Azul, we'll do you first. So yeah, as, as you guys can see, you're not actually going to be heading into the clearing. The, the large clearing is directly in front of you. The place she pointed to is just off towards the left-hand side. Um, only sort of just like 30 seconds walk away. It's just it's just within eyeshot, probably like 15, 20 meters away. Um, as you sort of begin moving towards that location of the snare, Azul, you're looking out for signs of, I think you said clothing or broken sticks or anything like that. Um, there's definitely been heavy snow overnight in fact the snow has blanketed this area very very effectively there's not much ground cover that you can see um the tree line is sparse and you can't see any ripped items of clothing or anything like that stuck to any tree branches the snare itself looks undisturbed um as you get a bit closer you don't see anything of note talari you can see very clearly um a set of tracks heading the direction you guys are coming from so towards the snare um <laughs> has marked itself out just under the snow so the snow has fallen and covered it but because the um surface that was being stepped on previously was already hardened the snow and, the, and this top layer is still very um light and powdery and hasn't had a chance to melt under the sun um you can actually see that the snow there are little depressions underneath the snow partially hidden which are very very faint and would and only an expert tracker would be able to see um just a fun fact, this is, an actual, this is actually how snow tracking works. Um, mm. Don't ask me how I know this. No idea. It's just useless knowledge that I have for some reason. Um, so yeah, you can see that this, the, the fresh layer of snow hasn't had a chance to fully settle yet and hasn't changed density with the exposure to sun. Um, so you are able to see yeah, a set of tracks coming from the lodge towards the snare. And then those tracks head directly out into the middle of... Uh, towards the middle, I should say. Towards the middle of this vast open... Um, open area just directly and and the tracks towards seem to be taken very carefully um with the 20 you can see lots of stuff so there's, there's they're, they're not very deep they were taken very carefully the tracks that are heading out into the um out into the clearing there's almost a bit of a shuffle to them um like the person wasn't lifting their feet very carefully doesn't look like they were rushing but it it looks like they were very careless about the way they were moving um, they weren't taking these very slow, deliberate steps that they were taking previously. Um, so definitely the same set of footprints. Something had distracted him, perhaps. Or at least he felt did not feel the need to conceal himself as he was moving to the center. Yeah, those do seem like possibilities in your mind. Has the, uh, oh, um... and the snare itself. Yes, sorry, I should describe. So no, no um, fragments of cloth or anything like that. The snare itself is very interesting. There are fine crystals of frost covering the surface of it, but not like any of the frost around it. It's a deep, deep blue. This, almost this, um, like, ocean blue frost crystals cover the surface of the snare. Um, the whole Mira. surface. Is it magic? I was just going to say, is this something that I'd recognise as a spell? Uh, I think that sounds like an arcana check to me. If I had to make a guess. 17. 17. Uh, there are spells that can be used to conjure um, ice, as you know, obviously. Um, I mean, Ray ice. of Frost is a classic. Specialty! Yes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Ray, Ray of Frost is probably the one that you think of like immediately, because you've used Ray of Frost, I think, a couple of times now. Um what are some other ones that you've used as well? What are some other ice ones that you've used? Um, shape water. <laughs> shape water. Uh, you've abused the 
Ice Knife is another classic one. Um, yeah, so you yeah you definitely know of um, you know of a number of of things that could be used in this in this regard. This doesn't seem like any of those spells. The other thing that you know of are certain magical effects and creatures that have uh, that, that can change the way um, water forms when it forms ice crystals. So there are certain um, certain magical creatures that can can have impacts on ice. For one of them, you know that um, certain spirits can create frost and create ice and, and lower the temperature. Um, there are certain wisps. There are um, so there's wisps that you find will of the wisps, and there's also ice wisps as well up in the deep deep north um, that you probably heard of. Uh, I've probably heard ice, of that. Yeah. Yeah, ice wisp, wisp essence is a very potent um, spell casting. Uh, uh, ingredients for, for potions and for spells ice wisp essence um so you've probably heard of ice wisps as well yeah definitely you're getting as you look at it you're getting less of a spell vibe more of a magical effect vibe there's not just wolves out here i think mm. oh and actually that reminds me there's one other thing as well you have heard tell of winter wolves giant dire wolves that have a frosty breath um, often a pure white to a sort of a whitish grey colour um, the size of dire wolves but able to breathe out this frigid ice breath well great that's what you want in the middle of the snow yeah so yes. thank you for reminding me of that one can I see any wolfish tracks around at all yeah as Mira shares that information immediately mm. you begin looking around um I'll say for this one, can I get a survival check? Because you've already made the perception check, so you'll be able to see stuff. It's more about recognizing uh, what the things are now. I'll sure. assist you with the survival check. Perfect. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Oh, just as well. Seven, today. 16. Awesome. All right. So seven from Azua, 16 from Talari. Um, Azua, as you have a bit of a look around, Talari sort of pointed <laughs> out some of the tracks. You're like looking around, you're like, nah, I, I, I've never dealt with snow before. I don't know how to read anything in the snow. Um, I'm probably with the. Curious kind of guy. Just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm Kevin McLeod. I, I deal with the interior <laughs> of the house. That's my specialty. The outside, I'm not so flush on. Um, <laughs> all, about, all about the inside, looking out. Exactly. Um, yeah, as, as you're looking, yeah. I'd say also as well, like the sun shining off the snow is quite bright. Um, you don't have the ability to control your pupils and the amount of light that's entering your eye in as effectively as Talari does, just from a physiological standpoint. Um, Talari is a uh, tabakshi, a cat, cat person. Um, so yeah, Talari, you'd have much better control over the amount of light entering your eye. So we'll give it a scientific reason as well for why you're not having as much luck. Appreciate it. 16 Talari. Um, you're very, very much interested in knowing whether there are giant dogs in the area. Yes. He's um, not like guess... the sound of that at all. <laughs> His hackles yeah. are up, that's for sure. Yeah, I guess that. Tails straight, like flicking occasionally. Um, as you look around, you do not see any large paw prints in the snow. Or under the snow. Um, you're not getting any... As you look, you're not seeing anything that would indicate that there are giant wolves in this area. I also do not smell dog. You smell dog before you see dog. <laughs> especially wet dog especially wet dog yes wet dog <laughs> well well if, you, if you're a wolf in the snow you're sort of perpetually a little bit wet so yeah so i, I think imagine. of of the uh of the creatures you listed there mira i think we are not dealing with large dogs yet 
it would make sense that a hunter would be able to deal with dogs rather than spirits. So that does make sense. And something that doesn't leave any tracks, apparently. Mm. I'm good at this. This <laughs> is good. We are good. We, could, we can we can do this, guys. Maybe we're not so good at spying, but you know, it's not detective work. Yeah, detective detectives. Work. We, we yeah. got this. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You're, that's, you're, that's... you're very skilled. Oh, thank you. Yes. You could be the magic. You could be the magic police. The magic detectives. Who <laughs> <laughs> gonna call? Okay. Yeah. Who are you gonna call? <laughs> well, in that magic case. <laughs> what? <laughs> Supernatural, maybe. Um, mm. <laughs> who's maybe. who's Dean and who's Sam and who's Castiel? Oh, uh, Andrew's Castiel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Azul Castiel. Who's Sam and who's Dean out of um, Talarian Mirror? Mirror's Sam. Yeah, Mirror's Sam. <laughs> I guess Talari's Dean by default. Default. <laughs> Dean default. <laughs> Dean default. I love it. <laughs> Sammy! No. Um, Sammy! <laughs> in that case, right. would, would I know if thinking about if it is something like a frost spirit, do they have like a den? Do they, like, how do they hunt their their victims? Would I know if there's somewhere we could kind of look out for to to find this thing? If that's what we're looking for. Yeah, I'll I'll get you to roll this time a religion or an arcana check because it kind of depends what you. Oh, I guess nature would fit into that bracket as well. Religion, religion, arcana, or nature. Nature, the dump stat of D and D. I don't think I have that. Arcana, it is. Uh oh, we might have to do a two second pause. Andrew, we're getting reading again. What is this so random? That's okay, yeah. That's okay, yeah. You know how to fix it. We've had enough practice. Um, Mirror 12 for our card. Yeah, so as you sort of think through the lessons that you've learned through your study of magic, um, one of the things you know about all, all spirits is that often they haunt the places that they died. Um, it's a really common sort of theme amongst spirits, all spirits. Um, so if there was a spirit that had a lair, then it's less so of a lair and more just the place that person expired. Um, often the range of how far they can move depends on their life when they were alive, how much, um, how, how alive they were is the best way to describe it. So the, the weave in D and D that the source of all magic, um, it permeates and, and exists in everyone and everything, but in certain people it, it's invested more strongly. So the more you muck around with magic and the more um, invested you are, I guess is the way to describe it, invested with magic, the stronger your ghost will be after you die. Um, also, if you have very strong emotions, if you had a very strong purpose, because um, uh, that that sort of that can permeate as well and, and, and give you more strength as a spirit. So. Um, often spirits are people who had something unfinished business that they didn't do when they were alive or they were very powerful spell casters that are um, relying on the magic so if a spirit was fairly weak then it's not going to be wandering too far if it's very strong then it's going to have a much larger range that it can traverse Um, when it comes to the wisps so the ice wisps uh, as well I think um, you uh, knew about um, they generally travel around with the storms and with the with the blizzards they move with the weather um so they're not localized to areas or regions they sort of travel um with the blizzards to try and lead people astray in blizzards and lead them to their deaths so i mean if it's if it's something like that then you're gonna have to wait for the next storm you suspect 
We didn't really know whether there was a storm around or anything lately. Well, we've had a heavy snowfall since last night. That's true. Definitely that's been good thinking. Definitely been a, a large, fresh layer of snow that's come down overnight. Whether or not that's part of a storm, you're not sure, but definitely, definitely heavy snowfall in the uh, over the evening period. And also, if what you say is true, Mira, that these are beguiling creatures, that would explain why our friend wasn't being careful when he left this trap. True. I wonder the fact that his uh, footprints head straight out to the middle of the clearing, whether there is something that we should be very, very careful of in the middle of that clearing. You have probably got it right on this nut. I, uh, what, I'll, what I'll do, Owen, I'm going mm-hmm. to... I think we will head out. Let's head out to the middle. I'm going to take out my longbow. And with the tip of the longbow, I'm going to like tap in front of me. Like to the ground of the snow. Yeah, okay. Um, Absolutely. Actually, I can use my... I don't need that. I can use my quarterstaff. I'll use my quarterstaff. Why am I using my longbow? I've got a quarter stuff makes... quarterstaff for that. Quarter stuff makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, I, sorry, I need a I giant stick to tap with. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'll use my uh, my wonderful quarter stuff, um, and I'm just going to like tap the ground in front of me as I walk uh, into the clearing. Very as, nice. As, as he does this, um, Tilly is going to wrap his coat up around him, and then roll in the snow, so it kind of like attaches to the back of his coat, and sort of like bog himself down with the snow a bit, and then I'm just going to stealth beside. Ooh, okay. Very nice. I'm going to give you a stealth check with advantage um, because that is really clever and I really like it and that would absolutely work. Um, and yeah, your coloration is not ideal for the snow, so it makes sense to cover yourself in a layer of snow. 24. I'm also I'm also going to quickly get, just, just in advance, um, rather than me asking for it in like 5-10 minutes, can I also just quickly get a constitution check? Just a flat constitution roll. Just want to know something 19 cool cool, cool. um yeah so azua as you begin stepping forwards towards the clearing um the snow drift becomes quite deep it's now sort of up past your knees and you find yourself crunching and and the acoustics change a little bit because you both got passive perceptions of 16 both you and talari immediately pick this up the acoustics of your steps change a little bit there's more of an echo to your walk and occasionally you hear these sort of creaking cracking noises oh, um, we're walking on a freaking lake <laughs> shooting out as you're <laughs> so what does he, so what he says <laughs> walking yeah, on a freaking I... lake mate <laughs> uh, my fellow my fellow adventurers I, uh, I think we have uh, I think we are traversing a frozen lake <laughs> and, and as you use your quarter staff to push aside some of the snow Uh-oh. you're met with a deep dark blackness below you frozen ice but because there's no light reflecting back off from underneath it's completely dark it's 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 very striking as you push away the snow it starts becoming bluer and bluer and darker and darker until you push away the final layer of snow and it's just this dark midnight blue abyss staring back at you um this dark frozen lake and yeah you do hear these occasional sort of like shooting noises um yeah yeah exactly that's it exactly um powering off into the into the distance um very very nicely done you guys got that really quickly that's awesome yeah you are walking on a a really large frozen lake uh valeria might uh get you to move back my friend i just i uh don't know how you go with uh frozen uh frozen lakes but i'd rather you uh 
move back towards the uh, the tree line. And I'll just sort of slowly back away. I'll, go, I'll go, just give him a little bit more space. Still staying within, say, 80 feet? Yeah, I, I should oh, say yeah. there's no there's no like sounds of sharp cracking as if the the ice is is breaking or coming apart. Um, it's just these these acoustic noises that seem to be a, a byproduct of um, of the lake itself, the ice itself. Um, yeah, I'd say with your passive perceptions, Talari and Azua, as you have a bit of a look at the ice, can I get you each to make investigation checks for me? Or nature checks, I'd say, as well. Up to you. Investigation 12, 8. Oh, um, that's a fun coin, Azura, if you wanted to spend it. Or you can save it for later. Uh, I'll save it for later, thank you. Absolutely, yes. You've got a, a, a re-roll <laughs> when you need it. Because um, you've just failed, like, six times in a row. So Every single one, yeah. You've not, oh, you've not rolled above a 10 tonight, have you? No. Nine, okay, yeah. seven, eight. I feel like yeah. sometimes roll 20 gets it out for you and just yeah. loads just, you up. This doesn't like me. That's, yeah. that's, definitely, yeah. that's definitely a fun coin. The good news is I like you, Andrew, so that's a fun Thank coin. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to say it. I love you, Andrew. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I love all of you guys. Um, no, we love you too. Now, now I'm going to make you... Virtual hug. The giant lake monster. Uh, let's do okay. this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, as uh, as you sort of have a bit of a look through the ice, Solari, you can very quickly see that it is incredibly thick. Um, probably, like, almost half a metre thick, this ice. Oh, wow. Very, very thick. You, you suspect that this lake is very rarely a lake. Okay. I will, I will whisper this, but I'll say it for clearly for the mic. I feel like uh, it is probably a very thick lake. I will stay... A little away from you for safety, but I will stick with you, my friend. I do not want you to go this alone. All right. Well, let's uh, let's keep heading out towards the center. We'll keep tapping just to make sure that uh, yes, let's just be on let's just be on edge and be careful. Um, I I, I, can I? Oh, oh, and I'm gonna just change the way I walk slightly. Can yes. I roll for acrobatics or athletics to kind of like I'm gonna walk carefully but slowly. Um, and kind of like shift my weight so that I'm not like pounding my feet. Not that I would do that normally, but just to make sure that. Uh... Stop! 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 Um, yeah, I'd say that's an acrobatics. I'd say acrobatics definitely. Athletics is more strength based. Acrobatics. This sounds like an acrobatics check to me. Twenty five. Nice. Back. Back. Um, that's a nineteen that you've rolled there to get a total of yep. twenty five. Um, you, yeah, you you immediately sense that probably the best way forwards is to distribute your weight evenly so to never put all of your weight on one foot um or to reduce the time that you're doing that so you sort of adopt this very um almost like a sort of a half shuffle across um the ice keeping your weight very evenly distributed you keep your arms wide to help keep your balance and to help provide guidance to your weight and very quickly the the noises of the ice um moving about and and shaking dissipate completely as you are very carefully walking across the surface um I'd even say if you've got in your pack, um, I'm trying to think like what you could use as like snowshoes, but I don't think you, I don't think you'd have anything in your pack that would be appropriate for snowshoes. I guess it's it's all about how you're walking. You're being very careful about your your approach. Um, Mira, what are you doing while these two are heading off onto the frozen lake? Um, I'll be coming behind um, because she's definitely not afraid of the ice. 
by any stretch. Well, half of you is, I guess. Half of my <laughs> half of me is different. <laughs> um, and yeah, just kind of keeping a safe safe distance. Uh, I guess looking around, just to like scanning the tree line or. Yeah, any signs of disturbances in the tree line in case in case maybe something or he went off and disturbed the tree line potentially? Ooh, good question. Um yeah, if I'll get you to roll deviated me from a, Blake. Yeah. I'll get you to roll me a perception check, just as you sort of have or, or investigation. Perception or investigation. Oh, you have a I'll do right. investigation. Yeah, um, that's fine. I I, I was sorry. a bit slow saying no, that's, 18. that's my fault. Yeah. Eighteen. Yeah, as you as you have a bit of a look around, you're not noticing any disturbances. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say you see any disturbances of the tree line or anything like that. You you don't see any um, uh, footprints in the snow or anything on the tree line. You do spot um, quite a ways away um, a large reindeer moving through the trees, probably 500, 600 meters away. Um, that as it sort of actually no, it wouldn't clock. Talari at all Azua given his war. Actually, no, it, it just continues moving as if it hasn't seen you guys. And, and it's just sort of moving through the landscape very carefully, very gently, uh, up on the other side of the embankment. Um, not seeing to have noticed you. Just happy to, happy, happily moving through the uh, through the trees. The bare, skeletal trees. Uh, and the occasional um, very lush fir or pine tree. Does he have the dead body of a ranger hanging from his jaws? Uh, he does not know. Okay. Or his antlers, I should specify as well. Or oh, antlers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll just admire it from a distance. Mm. Yeah. As Better. keep an eye on you, it. Yeah. Good, good to know where it is. Um, yeah. As the three of you head out across the ice, um, Talara, you're sort of the one leading the way because you can see, see these tracks a bit more effectively than Azua. Um, yeah, as you guys head out across the ice, it's not long before you reach the very centre of the lake and the tracks stop suddenly. About, 50, I'd say probably like 15 metres in front of you, Talara, you can see that the tracks just come to a stop. and There's no sign of any, any more movement or anything like that further ahead. I believe we have reached the end of the trail. What's around? Nothing. Just empty expanse of snow and ice. What about underneath? Can I send my dancing lights out underneath the ice? Yes, I would say that you can. Because you can conjure them within 30 feet of you, right? Yeah, you can. So you, you can conjure them under the ice. Of course you can, as long as you can see where you're doing it. So if you push aside the snow with um, with your staff or your tail and then look through... Um, and conjure your conjure your lights. Absolutely. Um, what so color are they? Just, yeah. just just for the description, what do they look like? Well, just usually to... they're like the flaming fireball, the flaming yeah. um, snowballs. But because it's under the ice, they'll just kind of pop up as little blue specks of light, kind of like a um, anglerfish uh, fluorescence uh, yeah. as it kind I of like fizzes it. away with like a chemical sort of fire. I like it, I like it, yeah. Um, looking through, you immediately see movement, shapes moving beneath the water, long serpent-like bodies, large, like giant eels moving under the ice. 
And as you move your lights around, and you begin sort of glancing through, you can see large fish as well, leisurely, very, very slowly and lethargically moving through the ice flows. Um, there are uh, large sections of ice hanging down, almost like stalagmites from a cave roof that occasionally your lights sort of bump into and move around. And as you move your light across, um, underneath sort of where you're looking, you see another light out of the corner of your vision, still under the ice, left behind from where you just moved your dancing lights from. This sort of strange light blue spectral light under the ice, deep, deep in the dark lake. And as you sweep your lights back around, suddenly, floating just under the ice, is a body of a man pressed up against the ice flow, eyes wide in terror, face aghast, almost as if he was gasping for a final breath of air trapped beneath the ice. Skin icy blue at this point, drained of color, this pale white color. And the thing that strikes you most is the pupils of his eyes are pure white, drained of all color. What would do that? What what would do that? (laughs) I have goosebumps. (laughs) Fantastic. That's what I like to hear. That's how I know I'm doing a good job as a DM. How did he get under there? Is the ice... It's it's solid. It's real solid. It's way too thick. Yeah. You have no idea how he got under there. Are there creatures that can transmutate ice into water and back quickly? Or that quickly? What about uh, that's a good question. What about the creature that, that could be... pull him under by teleportation? Would that be an investigation or a nature check? I'd say probably nature or arcana check. I would also allow... Um... Oh, nice. Okay, <laughs> six. <laughs> um, I'm going to use my fun coin. Absolutely. <laughs> Because come on, roll 20. I know, it's come not, it's not like 21. That's hey, nice. Um, as you reflect back and think, you, yeah, you, you really you can't think of any creatures that can move stuff through solid matter. Um, but then you do suddenly recall a piece of lore, something that you must have read in a book or or heard from another adventurer, maybe during your time um, in the Feywilds even, Azua. Some, some legend of people as they're being drained of life, as they're being attacked by spirits or ghosts, sometimes they can take on the aspects of those spirits. And there have been cases of people who have been afflicted with the intangibility of ghosts while they're being drained of life by a ghost or a spirit and have been pulled into walls or, or dropped partway through the floor as, as their own life force is drained, as they, as they themselves become a spirit. Wow, I, I'll pass that on to Tilleri and now Mira. Um, that is a... Looks like our deductions are correct. That, that, to, to, know that, to know that piece of lore, that was a tough roll. I had that as a 19. Yeah. That's a very, it's a very rarely known aspect of um, of being attacked by uh, by ghosts. Sometimes you can take on some of their aspects. That's really cool. That's a that's a great use of the fun coin. Thank you, fun coin. 
Um, so, my friend, you are very well read. Uh, we've come across many things in the Fey Wilds. There's a uh, law is passed on through song. Is it uh, really? Well, where I'm from, yes. That is a most interesting coincidence, for that is also how my family passes law. Ah, it's a. Uh, well, it's a lot easier to pass on things for song. Uh, when you've got a memory like ours, it makes sense. For sure. I mean, and you get a better feel for it. You get the emotional context. Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how this... Uh, I'm, I'm more worried about the fact that we're standing on this lake and uh, there's a spirit about... That worries me a little bit more than... At the moment... Should I get him out? I mean, do we need to take him back? Or do we just need to bring... Word. Word, yes. Our benefactor feels like the kind of person that needs proof, yes? Is my feeling. This is not the uh, most wonderful resting place for uh, one such as he, but... It might be nice to give him a proper burial. How thick is the ice, exactly? Would it be more than five feet thick? Um, as you sort of near the centre of the um, of the lake, it does seem to be getting a little bit thinner. I'd say, yeah, it'd be probably just under five feet, because five feet, six feet is roughly about a metre. Um, I'd say, yeah, as you get out to this section, is it is a bit thinner than that, definitely. Get him out, if you wish. I think that would be best. Um, in that case, I, mean, I will... Let's, let's be on our... Uh, let's... Just in case, let's prepare ourselves, but I think it's best we get him out. I think that is a most astute observation. Well, right. it, go on. No, no, no. I was going to say, how are you guys going to do it? I'm excited. Oh, well, Mira will uh, kneel down on the on the lake... And she will just put both of her hands out and make a wide circle around the lake on the top of the ice. And mm-hmm. as she moves her hand over it, there is a hiss as the ice melts and she casts shape water. Fantastic. Azura, my friend, I have eaten with these implements before. I believe they are called uh, cut sticks or chopsticks. And we yes. have... Two quarter stuffs. They're corpse sticks. Corpse sticks. Corpse sticks. Our friend out. Oh, hiya. <laughs> Mira. Uh, as you begin breaching the ice um, and you dissipate your dancing lights to do this, the light from underneath the lake grows brighter and brighter. And then a rumble begins to move across the surface this sort of cracking grinding sound of ice moving underneath rolling and with a sudden lurch you find the section on which you're standing begins rocking backwards and forwards sudden hisses of escaped air on either side of you I probably should put music um sudden hisses of escaping air on either side of you sprays of water there's fresh water up into the air as you suddenly find yourselves on an ice flow no longer connected to the rest of the lake and i'll bring you across 
to the mat. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> and that's not all that happens. Global warming, guys. Global warming. <laughs> I just contributed. Is is this real. is what happens. Actually, did you see the ice crack? Oh my god. Oh, yeah. In Antarctica. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. All good. Um, I did. That was intense. Yeah. As the section in which you're on begins rocking and moving, can I have each of you make me dexterity saving throws? No. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, no. So we've got 25 from Azua. I'm surrounded by monks, guys. Come on. A natural 20 from Talari. To I'm going to use my fun coin. I'm going to use my fun coin. From last time. From, we have a four from Mira. You may use your fun coin. Yeah. Hey, Very nice. Um, all three of you manage to maintain your footing as the ice begins rocking backwards and forwards. None of you are not prone by this. As the ice settles and the water on either side begins sloshing over, emerging from under the ice, three heads appear. Oh ghostly see-through these very light blue almost um almost azure colored <laughs> figures <laughs> rise from the ice yeah that that sort of very that brilliant light blue that you get on icebergs um uh in that sort of middle section when they're formed just underneath the surface of the water that very light um incandescent blue as these three figures rise from the water one of these ghosts looks exactly like the corpse that you saw in the lake and the ghosts as they turn towards you their eyes filled with sorrow with these burning white pupils one of them points towards you you slumber beneath the eyes slumber and that's going to be initiative i think oh no <laughs> Oh, Again, I have to punch some ghosts. Ah, uh, punch ghosts. No. <laughs> Piss off, ghost. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that. Uh, and 22 for Talari. I'll just add you to the turn order. Come on. 22, and then I better roll for the ghosts, shouldn't I? Ghost. Okay. Well, they just not get a turn. What do you reckon? Oh, dear. Oh, no. Alrighty. Can Talari. you guys actually punch ghosts yet? Oh, okay, cool. What's up? What's, oh no, I, I was saying, I wonder, can the monks punch ghosts yet, or are we not at that level? Okay. <laughs> you can punch I anything. Can. <laughs> you can, can punch, punch anything, anything if you try hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it might not hit, but I will punch it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um... Talari, yeah, you're first off the bat. As you see these figures, these spectres rising from the ice, um, the snow drift that they're coming out of is almost, it, it clings to them. They almost seem a bit more corporeal than um, any spirits you've encountered before, if you have encountered ghosts before. And as they rise, the actual, the, the ice and snow is still clinging to their legs and feet, almost forming these long, um, I guess like cloaks almost made of ice. Mm -hmm. um, snow dripping from their fingers almost being produced as the air around them freezes into ice and any condensation in the air um, immediately turns into snow okay well 
hoping that this is going to work. Solari is going to burst up out of the snow. <laughs> yep, that's right. Absolutely. Sprint towards one. I'm going to slide in and I'm going to make, I believe it is three attacks I can make because one's on an action, one is a bonus. Yep. Um, so I'm going to make three attacks. Plays. The first one I'm going to try and uh, do a leg sweep mm-hmm. to see if I can detach yeah. the bottom from that snow. Okay. And then it's going to follow up with two more just quick punches right in the back of it. Now the question I have, mm-hmm. are your fists magical weapons? They are. Fantastic. Alrighty. As you do this, yeah, you, the, how do, yeah, how, how do you want to um, describe the, the way that your fists, oh my god, wow, 24, 22, and 27, Whoa. which is a natural I think roll 20 is uh, so, forgiven you. So he's going to come in the first one, the first yep. is going to be a leg sweep, and it's going to mm-hmm. try and um, basically break that snow that's built up underneath the um the the specter yeah and try and like damage it and see if i can detach it or see if that causes some issue and then as he spins around after the leg sweep he's going to come up with one fist right into where the um just sort of the near the the, the uh, kidney at the back is oh and then God. the um the third one is just going to be a direct uh palm strike right in the back where the um where the head if it was an actual corporate creature, where the head yeah. were um, attached to the top of the spinal column. Oh, these these guys, these guys are actually associated with the business, so technically they are corporate creatures. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 They're not corporeal, though. No, good call. Um, yes, and and to describe your magical fists, in in my mind, I sort of imagine this as almost like an after image as you move your fists. There's sort of like this this very faint wisp of an after image left behind as you move. Um, is how I sort of picture the magic. Ah, okay, fists. so the, uh, the 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 trail yeah. would be um, if you've ever seen small torches glittering in the golden hour, as you would find around a carnival or a um, or a bunch of caravans. It oh, leaves yeah. like a small small glitter behind as he strikes. Amazing, I love it. Um, roll me some damage for the love of God. There's going to be brutal damage, and um, yep. Okay, wow. Oh my goodness. So, um, <laughs> six, six, five, and uh, so it should be seven plus six plus one. So that will be. Oh, why did it roll? Oh, I see what it's done. Yeah, so ignore the one at the end. So it's um, seven plus six, and we just ignore the one at the end. So, yeah. Um, okay. So six, five, and 13. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and I was worried that this was going to be a bit much for you guys. As you swing your fists and begin just... So yeah, sorry, you started off with a leg sweep. As your leg sweeps around, tail moving behind you, you disconnect and shatter the ice crystals. Something changes as you do this. There's almost this shudder, and the creature loses some of that corporeal nature. However, the ice and the frigid air around it is no longer present. As you begin then punching in with your fists you feel your fists connecting with something very cold but not painful to touch um i do need you to make me a constitution saving throw as you move into this creature's space before you did this leg sweep just to see how you go with this i didn't want to interrupt six um so you now for the next turn you have only half your movement speed as this cold this bitter cold around this creature fills your body and you take five cold damage 
Yeah, and your speed is halved for your next turn okay. as you enter this this frozen, frigid. Um, yeah, it's almost like the the air around this this spirit. It's the air that's in a blizzard. It's it's the deep cold, the chill of the depths of this lake. It is absolutely freezing, and it is beyond. It is beyond cold. It's burning. Yeah. It is so cold. Um, anything else in your turn, Slayer? I think that's your action, bonus action, and movement. Uh, yeah. Well, it wasn't all my movement, but now I think it is because I've I've lost that half. So yeah, I will. Half. Mm. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm stand there. Like I can't keep my. Nah, I won't. I will. Um, just. Sort of stand at the ready. Absolutely. And wait. The ghosts. Um, this ghost at the back sinks into the ice and then appears behind you, Azua, rising from the ice as it uses Frostwalk to appear behind you. Um, this one here just floats over the ice, sort of trailing behind it, leaving this very distinctive glittering blue ice crystal structure behind it that you recognize from the um, uh, from the, uh, the snare as these two come up on either side. Um, Azua, this ghost reaches out gently, very tenderly, and places a hand on your face. Oh. Come yeah. to the snow. Uh, so first off, I'll need a constitution save from both of you as you are within um, the range of these creatures. 17 for Azur, you pass easy peasy. Your natural light and warmth throwing off the effect of this creature. Uh, Mira, I'll need a constitution save from you too, please. 14, 14? you just, you just pass. Okay. Uh, as, your, as your frost is frost it, Is it cold? Nature, it's cold, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Your, yeah, your frost, your dual nature of frost and fire actually gives you a bit of a, a bit of protection against this this magical sort of sorcerous nature of ice and fire. Um, Azua, for you, it's your connection to your your inner light, your your inner warmth, which protects you from this effect. So neither of you suffer any effects from this um, from this area of effect. Um, as the ghost touches you, Azua, um, I'm going to roll to see if this hits. Uh, that is a 16. Does that hit you, Azua? That is my armor class, so yes, it just Okay. Um, that is going to be... Ooh, Azua, I'm so sorry. That is 17 necrotic damage as Ooh. this thing touches Ooh, you. Oh, it's okay. I have a resistance to necrotic damage. Ooh, oh, like, oh yes. Like a piece of shit. Um, it also does a D4 of ice damage, which is just... a uh, cold damage, which is just one. <laughs> I rolled the lowest. Um, that's it reaches out tries to touch you as you sort of yeah as, as as your light resists the effect of the cold and then the effect of this necrotic touch the figure seems confused and, and it sort of blurs a little bit and now it sharpens and you make out this human looking figure this this woman um frozen as if as if drowned or frozen beneath the ice hair still moving as if underwater um and then there are these eyes of this pure white um as you sort of resist this effect, this confused look crosses her face, but she doesn't do anything further. Um, Mira, this one's going to do the exact same thing to you. This time it reaches out and places a hand, again, very gently just on your chest. Um, does a... Oh, shit. I think a 19 hits you, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. That's going to be 14 necrotic damage for you. And two cold damage. Just to one. Very nice. Um, 
as, as it touches you. And, and yeah, again, like reaching out, sort of placing it, and you feel your life force being pulled out of you. As this happens, the ghost, this, this sort of ice specter, takes on a more corporeal form. The colors become more vibrant, and it seems to become more solid, more real. Um, and the ice around it begins to crackle and grow, and the cold near it gets more intense. Um, you suspect that if you stay within range longer, it's going to be harder and harder to resist the effects of this cold, as, the, as this one particularly, the one that's touched you, Mira, grows in power. Uh, Mira, you are first. Okay. Um, which well, not one... first, you are next. I'm next. <laughs> which one looks like the ranger we've been tracking? Or the, the sorry, oh, we don't know if it's um, him, but oh, we're assuming that body underneath the, the ice. Yeah, the, the one that has moved um, to Talari is the one that looks very similar to the body that you saw beneath the ice. Okay. These other two, uh, the one that's with you, Mira, is actually, it looks like a halfling. This very small halfling figure. Um, looks to be a younger halfling, maybe sort of early to mid-twenties. Um, but again, yeah, this frozen solid. This one doesn't look like it was under the ice or in the water. This one looks like it was frozen. It's very stiff. Its movement's jerky and um, sort of th- there's this crackling sound as it moves its limbs. All right. Well, I am in a bad spot. So, <laughs> I just need to... 30 feet. Um, 15 feet. They're not too far away from each other. I don't. I can't get the um the circle out. How do I get the circle? Oh, if you click on the um, it's a it looks like a paintbrush in the left hand corner of um, roll twenty, and then you can select draw shape, ah. and then it, if you hover over uh, that, it tells you alt. what um to do. So to yeah, exactly, you got it. Oh, so that's. I'm just I'm just making a thing of twenty. I think I can get both of them. Okay, I am going to use. Oh, sorry, I have to get rid of that. I'm going to use my action to disengage. Yes. Um, I'm going to go over here. So, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Up on this thing. Maybe over here, so I don't get myself. Yep. And then I need to move this, make it 20. Just. Well. Dang it. Uh, okay. I don't Can you make you're a 20 both of them. foot radius? So there is 30, there is 30 feet between them, so you might have a bit of trouble. What I can do, which will be a little bit easier, and this is what I like to do with these, is just drop down a random token, and then I'll put a 20 foot um, aura around it, and that way we can see. Oh, cool. So it's a 20 foot radius, so it'll be. 20 foot radius. So, yeah. Okay. So that's oh, it's huge. Be, that's, that's 20 feet radius. Oh, dang. <laughs> okay. Well, in that case, maybe I'll go over here. If you um, can, I'll drop it where you want f- it. 5, 10, 15, 20. So I'm out of the way. Can I make it so that I just get the two ghosts and not Teleri? I think I just so like, miss him if so I like do that, it there. How's yep. that there? That looks good. Perfect. Then you may do that. What are you doing? And I'm excited. What's this bonus action you're doing? So you I'm going to use pointing? one of my sorcery points to yep. um, quicken my spell. Two sorcery points to make my fireball a bonus action. Ooh. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice. Hang on. What I'm going to do. Here we go. In that case, we want to use a slightly more appropriate token for this. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Nice. Yeah. 
So a little moat of fire just kind of springs from... Um, oh, it's a tw- it's also a, it's a quicken spill. So she puts yep. her hands together and this little moat appears above her um, entwined fingers. And then she t- she points forward like a gun and just shoots off this moat of burning fire and ice. And oh it explodes goodness. in the middle there. Amazing. Um, I think it's a dex save. Dex saving throw, dex please. Save. Ghosts are really good at dex saves. Mm. Um, and I'll use it at... No, I've only got third level at the moment. So, what? yeah, what are you casting before I tell you whether I passed or failed? Uh, it's third level. 86. Yeah. Okay, so the first ghost rolled a 16, the second ghost rolled a 5. So the ghost is with Talari, 16. Oh, the first, that one five. passes. Yep, so Take half. And the and second one, one fails. Oh, yes. Oh my god. That's 31, 31 points of damage. Okay, so this one yeah. takes, um, that would be 16 because it's yep. rounded up. So that's minus 16. Wow, the ghost that's with Talari, the one that looks like the figure beneath the ice, the corpse beneath the ice. Um, it's so faint now it's barely there it, it almost looks like as, as as talara you look the the explosion and heat from this fireball washes over you and you're immediately filled with a sense of warmth um the cold effect that was present before i would actually say is evaporated by the effect of this exposure to fire um you i i would say you are no longer affected by the biting cold of being close to them your movement speed returns to normal because you are no longer freezing, you are now nice and warm again. Um, Larry, like, shakes his fur and purrs a little bit. The ghost that you were engaged with, Mira, you shatter the ice binding it, the ice that was connecting it to the snow, and it is the explosion of flame, this sudden enveloping of fire, melts the ice in a circle as well. Um, there is now a large divot, a large dip, a semicircular dip in the, in the ice here, Um that almost burns through the... Actually, no, it would. It would burn through the surface of the lake. It would, yeah. So so this area here, I'm going to leave this set up. This area here is now melted through in a perfect oh. circle um, <laughs> as it is a giant sphere of fire that forms. Um, both ghosts are looking very much hurt. Very uh, can nice. I Can I yell out to Teleri, though, as a free action, just as a free action? Mm-hmm. Teleri, try and let him get him to let go. Let go of what? He's whatever's holding him here. Oh, right. Unfinished business, yes? Yes, yes. I will attempt it. I don't know about the others. That's all I get to say. Very nice. Uh, Azua. Uh, uh, so this ghostly woman is uh, staring at me with her uh, pale eyes. Yes, exactly uh, right. Yeah, these very, like, completely white irises. It's very uh, freaky. I'm going to attack with my quarterstaff, which would uh, fantastic. I think it counts as magical now. That's the. So uh, if you're so, let's have a quick look. So I'm not so sure your quarterstaff is magical. If you cast I think it's my like shillelagh no, on it. Uh, do I have a shillelagh? No, I don't think I can cast shillelagh. Um, yeah, your quarterstaff is not a magical weapon, but your fists are. Yes, they are. That's okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cast two Radiant Sunbolts straight at it. Okay. Um, so it is a ranged attack, so you will have... It's going to be um, with disadvantage to hit her because uh, she's, she's within no, that that's period. Okay. No, that's okay. I'll just, I'll just do... 
three unarmed strikes in that case. So I'll do two attacks and uh, then my bonus action. Yeah, it is It is a ranged attack. Yeah, it's a ranged spell attack. It is. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, so I'll make three attacks. Nice. Okay. Uh, all three hit. <laughs> Would you like to roll me some damage? Nice. And then I'd um, like to do, I'd like please please describe your um your attacks as well. I love your descriptions. Oh, very nice. Uh, so I focus the light, uh, my inner my inner light, and my fists almost become balls of like ephemeral flame. And I land on one hand on the ice. I use my my foot, kick to the head, flip around with the other foot, connect to the back of the head, and then with both hands on the floor. I flip over the top and uh, come down with both hands with my last attack. Oh, nice. mate, amazing. I love it. Um, yeah, I, I, again, as you start connecting with this creature, um, you begin sort of shattering the, the ice that's connecting it to the snow. Um, it's not fully disconnected yet, but you think, yeah, you've, you've definitely done some damage here as you, as you wail into it. Um, any movement, or are you happy to finish your turn there? Uh, I am going to step away. Okay, as you step away... Oh, actually, no, um, that would cause disengagement, wouldn't it? An opportunity attack, if, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that's fair, I'll just stay here. It's fine. Alrighty. Back up to the top, Talari. Okay. Um, the fireball has dissipated, and <laughs> you are no longer affected by the movement uh, movement debuff. It is your turn. Alright. With, with, with his fists outstretched at his side, before he does anything, he's going to look at the spectre in front of him and say this life it is a false life your road has ended you must let it end Ooh, can I have a persuasion check please what the 15 um, with the ghost already barely clinging on most of its life force dissipated by the force of this fucking fireball. <laughs> fireball, you... fireball. We're up to fireballs fireball, now. Sorry, Owen. fireball, fireball. Sorry, <laughs> I, I said fireballs. Yeah, fireball. Um, there's this moment of sadness that crosses the the face, and then with a sigh, it just dissolves into snow, which is blown away in the wind, leaving nothing behind. Sleep well, my opposition. Nice, very nicely done. Uh, Talari, that's a free action. Uh, I'd say you've still got movement, action, and bonus action if you'd like to take them. Cool. Um. Hmm. 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 What will you do now? I think he's going to... <laughs> okay, uh, the, um, the, one, the other one that got fireballed, mm. was that... Was it still connected by the ice? No, no longer. No longer? Mm -hmm. um, what about the one in front of Azura? Yes, it is. Faintly. There's a few strands, a few crystals of ice binding it to the surface of the snow. Okay. But it looks like Azura has his... has that one well in hand, I think. So perhaps I will... <laughs> tail straight out. I'll sprint... And I'm going to try and just a big old flying kick. Okay, one. big old flying kick. Okay, okay. Yes. Um, 
I, I will say that this bit you're stepping into where you are now, I know, I know it's a very um, small Ooh, thing, but that is right. that is missing, mostly missing. So if you go there, you're still fine. Okay. Slippery. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Go around there, and I'll miss a big old flank kick. See what that gets us. That is a twenty-four. Twenty-four is going to hit. Would you like to uh, roll me some damage? Uh, that is seven. On the seven. As you crack into it. Um, any more bonus actions or actions? Um, what I will do is I'll spend a key point and do a stunning strike. Very nice, stunning strike. I'll make yeah, a constitution that is save. A con save of uh, It's a paralyzed effect, isn't it? Stunning strike. Uh, yes, it is. I will let you know now. It has no effect on this creature. What was I saying? Yeah, as as you prepare this key energy and strike forwards. Um, you feel, you think you've picked a weak point that's going to disrupt the flow of key through this creature, and as you as you push in and, and um, hit this weak point, nothing seems to happen, and you suddenly realise that this creature has no flow of life. There is no life force for you to disrupt with your key. Um, it is dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. Okay. Well, he uses the um, the momentum of his kick to do a little backflip off land and look confused. Yeah, I think this is the first time it hasn't worked. Yeah. I go, I am sorry, my friend. There is only one last way to end this then. And I'll take my other two strikes. Yep, absolutely. 21. Roll me the damage. And 19. Both hit. Absolutely. Five. Yep. How do you want to do this? Okay. Oh, well. Eight. Well, the um, so he's come up to two direct jabs. So the first will strike through, um, sort of like through, like near where the, near a roundabout where the stomach would be, mm-hmm. and just sort of pops a hole in one side, and then the next strikes through and strikes true right into the center where near where the like the spine would join, and then whatever semblance of life is there is then burst and severed you watch as as you crack through something deep inside is is disrupted or shattered and the ghost same as the other one just fades turning into these sort of strange light blue snowflakes that then just dissipate pulled away by the wind disappearing into the surrounding area um Right, I think that's your action, bonus action movement. Anything else on your turn, Solari? Or are you, and free action too as well? Um, not much. You would just sort of swivel around with one with one leg out and watch as Azua finishes the last enemy. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. I think Mira's going to have something oh, Mira's to say Mira's next. Right. Mira's going. <laughs> Mira's next. Um, yeah. Uh, what's this? This is the lady, the girl, isn't it? Yes, this is the woman. Okay. I wish I knew your story, my dear. I will do... I'll use another... uh, uh, This time a twin spell. Mm -hmm. To do two firebolts at her. Okay, so when you say at her... I'm guessing you mean like there. Firebolt. Sorry. Oh, bolt. Firebolt. Bolt. Firebolt. No, yep. that is my bad. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, roll to hit. Let's see how you go. 
22 is going to hit. 22. And that will be another one. 16. Oh my god, wow. So 22 and 16 both hit. So the first one is um, 3 fire damage, and then you've got elemental affinity. I've got so elemental affinity, yeah. So it's 7 for the first attack, and then you've got What's 10 hitting? for the second one. Oh my god. So that's plus that's 14 damage. Wow. As these bolts just shoot through the air, striking this creature, um, the connection with the snow is severed, and it becomes very translucent, almost, almost transparent now, this ghost. Um, connection to the ice and snow seemingly evaporated by the force of your fireballs. I'll just... Uh, anything else? Oh, yeah, sorry. Come towards her a little bit. Looking a bit sadly at her. Mm. Azua. Uh, I assume she's just hanging on with your life to this world. Faintly hanging on. Uh, I use my... Your life. Afterlife. Yeah. Well, sorry. I my hands gl- you know blaze with uh, with the ephemeral light of of heaven, and I strike twice. Okay, let's see. So fourteen does not hit, but the nineteen does. All right, so that's seven damage. Seven, seven damage. A faint wisp, almost the bare essence of this creature is still left hanging on. There is... It's almost gone. It's almost invisible. Just the outline is left, like the mist spirit. (laughs) Uh, Speak to her, Azua. You need to let go of this life. Be free. Make me a persuasion. It is time you go join your ancestors. And I use... I cast light, and I just point it out of my hands and uh towards her normally normally light is an action but rule of cool roll me a persuasion check let's see if you're able to strongest (laughs) 10 as as you go to as you go to cast light um you find that you are unable to summon the magical energy for this um given the use of your key for these two strikes um the ghost doesn't seem to be convinced or persuaded by your um by your talk. Oh, where'd the ghost's turn go? I'll just add him back in. There we go. Um, the ghost, looking at the three of you, lets out this sigh, and as it does so, this frigid cold pushes out with it. I'm going to get all three of you to make me constitution saving throws as this cone of cold pushes oh, out no. from the creature. <laughs> uh oh. Okay, so 14 oh, is just a past Azua. Talari, 8 is a fail. 23 Mira is definitely a pass. Uh, I'm going to roll some damage. Let's see how bad this is. Oh boy. That is 24 cold damage. Oof. Uh, is that Mira, halved? I think that's halved for you. Quartered um, for me. Quartered for you because it's halved again. Azua, that is halved for you. Talari, you take the full damage. How, how much was it? 12 damage for me? Yes. Uh, no, be th- yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, as this ghost lets out that, uh, this blast of cold air, um, and then it is going to, oh, no, that's that's all it does for the moment, Talari. 
Persuasion check. Sorry? That sounds like a persuasion check to me. <laughs> I'm <Okay>. kidding. <laughs> he's going he's, he's, he's gonna like on on frozen legs. He's gonna step forward and one big old big old jab in the ribs. Alrighty, let's see it. Twenty-five. Um how do you want to do this? Because there's no way you, you aren't able to do this. It's on one hit point. Oh, okay. Uh, hmm, let me see. Oh, did, did, um, did Azua get his light up? Unfortunately not. No, I didn't. He did. yeah, as, as, he, as he stumbles up, he puts his hand on Azua's shoulder to steady himself. And his punch, as it comes, has the, has the little glittering quality of his own mixed with a faint aura of Azua's light mm, as he pulls it. right into awesome. the center of the chest and as this as this ghost dissipates again into those light blue snowflakes and then is pushed away on the wind and you are now out of initiative nice very nice he's he's a cold day I, uh, I fling my coat cloak off and put it around Talari. Yeah, Talari as ice crystals all over your fur. Um, you feel yourself frigid and cold, and you're very aware of the temperature <laughs> around mm-hmm. you right now. You are you are very cold. There is something. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> While that's happening, um, with the dissipation of these ghosts the ice and snow begins to refreeze as the lake begins to freeze over once again. Um, Not thick enough to walk on, but the surface of the lake does seem to to take on a slightly more solid layer of ice. Um, And you can see that the the pathway back, um, with a bit of creative work, you might be able to make your way back there if you can somehow jump across the ice flows or... I can help with that. You you can help with that. Shape water. Yeah, absolutely. Um... (laughs) You can absolutely shape water to make an ice bridge continually yeah. between the ice flows to make your way back. Absolutely. Well, I'll say that in the interests of time, um, we can. You guys can just cross the lake and make your way back up to the hunting lodge. Um, as as they do, Zalir um, is going to wrap the second uh, cloak around him, and sort of as they're walking, he's just going to try and center himself and uh, use wholeness of body to regain twenty-one hit points. Ooh, very nice. Very nice indeed. Um, yeah, as, as you guys come back to the hunting lodge and arrive, um, I'll just, there you go, turn the lights back on, um, you emerge from the snowdrift and back towards the lodge and step inside into the warm interior. And that is where we will end for tonight. We won't go any further. I think we'll leave the aftermath for the next session when everyone's back. Um, so no, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, that was a good, a good little Thank session. Us. I thought that was really, really cool. Thank you so much, everybody. We will be back uh, next Wednesday at our normal time. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Um, that was a completely improvised session. I had planned tonight for us to do a normal, um, 
normal session tyranny of dragons but um when simon uh didn't end up coming i thought all right let's just let's just improvise and have some fun so i hope you guys enjoyed that that was very much flying by the seat of my pants nice. <laughs> that was great that was very nice. so i hope i yeah. hope we had fun with that um luckily i had an ice map downloaded from a previous thing that i could quickly upload and use so that was that was lucky um we'll be back to regular programming as usual next week so thank you so much everybody thank you for coming um i won't be doing too many streams this week but next week i'll be back in full force i'll be streaming most days um we're, we're on that path to affiliate very very slowly uh thanks so much guys thank you for coming it's absolutely a pleasure playing dungeons and dragons with you i love playing D with you guys you're all the best um the oh, stuff you got is so much fun it's just so entertaining um but yeah we will see you guys all next time thank you so much have a good have a good week we'll see you next yeah, week stay safe everyone and uh, we'll see you next week farewell everyone stay safe we'll see you later <laughs>